0: The current spoiler-level warning is Azure.
1: Friends and folks, we've got a spoiler-warning level of Azure for this episode. We are talking about a mobile suit from Mobile Suit Gundam 0079, the original. Uh, It is not at all spoilery um it's it's a very very commonly known suit uh we talk about some variants from you know double 80 and stuff like that mobile suit variations but there's nothing here to spoil it's just good light-hearted fun please enjoy Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista in G, the show where we talk about robot design from Gundam. I'm Six Datmar from Scanline Media.
0: I'm Dylan. Hello.
1: Hi, Dylan. You know what, Dylan? I am feeling early UC today. Oh,
0: really? Want to want to want to just bypass the initial die and?
1: Yeah, well, well, we won't totally bypass it because we have forty on that list so we still oh, yeah, need we decide have two. Which half of the list.
0: But... <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah I'm just gonna roll a D4 and then like, you know, even will be the first half and odd will be the second half or whatever. hmm Something like that. I think I probably did that back whatever. It'll, whatever. Be, it'll be fine.
0: I getcha. Yeah.
1: Okay, we're doing the first half.
0: Alright, so that's likely gonna be something from early Gundam, because I think the second half of the list is like where we threw all the MSV stuff and all that.
1: Yeah, the the I think the first half leans a lot more towards like like seventy nine and then some other stuff, and then second half maybe, is is you know Zeta and
0: beyond. Maybe maybe we should maybe we should start doing that. Like we pick what universe we want beforehand. That way, we at least know mm. we're gonna get something we want to engage more on, uh, rather than rolling both. You know. Well, I guess it depends. Depends on our mood. We we control right, the die.
1: Right. I think we need to <clears throat> leave the door open. Yeah, yeah, we need to leave the door open for times where we're like, hey, this is what we're going to do. But also sometimes you need to be like, hey, let's talk about the James Gun, which we never would have picked to do.
0: Oh, yeah, that's... You, you know what? That's a good point. We never would have picked that. Um, I wouldn't have. Uh, but, yeah, that's fair.
1: But at what point do you think we would have picked talk about the MS-06 Zaku 2? Oh,
0: well, okay. Well, good. Uh, I'm glad we got it. Because this is... a. Uh, what I would consider a foundational mobile suit design in terms of just talking design.
1: I mean, it kind of looks like a ripoff of the Hizak to me, but...
0: Uh,
1: I'm glad that we've gotten to know each other enough that you just have no patience for
0: me. (laughs) Look, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's what it is. (laughs) So the MSO6 Zaku 2. The fun part mm-hmm. about that is this will be a long one because there's no way I can't bring up variants because this is one of the mobile suits with the most variants in existence. Um
1: yeah, there's a couple.
0: A couple. Um so the MSO6 Zaku 2 what you would consider Maybe the granddaddy of all mobile suits? Like, okay, yes, there is a Zaku 1. It is called the Zaku 2 because there is a Zaku before it. The Zaku 1 also doesn't factor into, uh, like, the show as much. So, for most people, if we're just looking at it from someone who watches the show, though, the Zaku 2 is, you know, earliest Xeon mobile suit we see it is, <clears throat> like I said, a very foundational design. Many, many ways. Uh... You know, first suit with a mono-eye. I mean, given that it's the first one we see, it has a lot of firsts. As the first suit with the Mm mono-eye, it's the first suit to start the whole, you know, if we're doing a mass production, we're going to do it in green. um, First suit to have the spike and shield set up, which again, there's a lot of designs that riff on that later. You got things that aren't even related to the Zaku that riff on, you know, the whole shoulder uh, shield and uh, uh, spike shoulder uh, thing. Um,
1: I mean, if you want to, you know, this is cheating, but, like, since it is literally the first mobile suit we ever see in the history of Gundam, uh, unless, I guess, you count the opening, but in the actual show, it's the first mobile suit we see, so you could say that it's the first mobile suit with a gun or with arms or legs. It's the first mobile suit with everything.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. But, you know, like, I mean, the thing is, there's a lot of trends on this suit that uh, carry into even later universes and stuff, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it's standard armament of it uses a machine gun that is not quite strong enough to hurt the main Gundam. It uh, doesn't use any beam weapons. Uh, it, well, I, I I know that, given that we open a wiki page, there will be some technicalities there with the beam weapons, but we will talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, the Zaku, as we originally see it, though, it's like the machine gun, it has a bazooka, it has uh, the... Cracker grenades, one of the few good grenades, uh, it's got, um, the Heat Hawk. Heat it's Hawk? The one, yeah. a, the one that introduces, uh, heat weapons, and, you know, also has an axe, uh, which, again, you will have later mobile suits that decide to do the same armament setup of machine gun bazooka axe. Um, it's just, you know, it, it, it's, it's a very important design in terms of design lineages for a lot of suits, um. Now, if we're just talking about how it looks, too, right? So, I don't want to dwell too much on certain things, like, with relation to, like, Real Robot, Super Robot, because I'm going to admit, I'm not as well-versed in earlier Super Robot designs, so it may still have some things from, you know, some earlier shows. But, in terms mm-hmm. of Real Robots, again, very foundational thing in terms of, like, its color scheme is, it's, you know, painted in this drab green it's not like a exciting color scheme really it's just a it 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 makes it feel like a machine like a utilitarian kind of like machine right like you just Mm -hmm. it's just a very drab color scheme it's got um the the very striking mono eye uh the moves on a track in its head and the thing rules um it's got what it looks like it's almost wearing a gas mask is always the feeling Mm -hmm. i get because it's got that like little snoot with the vents on the front of it, and then it's got two tubes coming out of either side, uh, or one yeah, tube coming very, out of either side. It's a
1: very clearly attempting to evoke the like the the um, aesthetics of like World War One and Two
0: Germany. I can see that. Um, that definitely will get played up more later. Of course, there we do have some uh, things we can look at also for what the Zaku's design is supposed to look like, which is to say, it's supposed to look like, if I remember right sort of a continental, you know, suit. Uh, was what uh Okawara says. Um. Hmm. If you look at like the color scheme of like the the way the chest separation is, um it ties into that. Let me actually there are some very early Zakus that uh make that even more apparent, um like uh in terms of sketches, but yeah. It it's interesting though. Um and then you got things like uh you got the cables also in the chest. Uh, this thing's got a, the Zaku's got a lot of cables. They really like the cables. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got them going from the chest to the backpack. Then you have some in the legs, going from the thigh to the calf. Um, and this is a design that, you know, it has been iterated on so many times. It, even it, it of itself is the thing. Like mm-hmm. the even even like the Zaku 2 design itself has many 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 different looks. You know. Like, a lot of modern designs, uh, you look at the arm and, like, the elbow area, and, you know, it has these, like, little circular parts on the sides of its elbow. Um, And, and a lot of modern designs, they do the same thing where they'll add, like, a little line going through it to add some detail. Um, you know, just kind of like how they add on a lot of joints of suits. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, or sometimes they'll make it, like, a, a deeper groove or make it, like, look almost like the little uh, links on the Gundam's leg. It's... It's really interesting, because the suit changes so much while being the same thing. Um, everyone, it, it, everyone, when they make a Gundam show, wants to both... They want to make a Gundam, just their own Gundam, and they want to make a Zaku. Like, this and honestly, the Zaku's are more
1: interesting, almost every time.
0: <laughs> Depends, but yeah. I mean, you know, we, we talk about things like Wing, and you think about the Leo, and the Leo is, you know pretty evocative of this in a few ways it's got instead of the mono eye i i'm glad they they actually did away with the mono eye uh just to try something different uh katoki did you know the screen face on the leo like it's still the same kind of thing right where it's just got like one big glowing part on the face but on the leo it's a lot more Mm -hmm. it's 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 a lot more unique than just pulling the mono eye which is what a lot of uh later series would do um and then you get things like uh I'm trying to think, uh... Like... All, almost every show. The problem is, I want to talk about them and they're all future things, but, like, you know, a lot of shows, yeah. and we've we've mentioned this before, I mean, if you've seen G and Wing, if you're following with GGP, you know that they're gonna riff on the Zaku and a lot of things. Um, it just comes up a lot more, and, you know, as y'all get through Gundam, uh, those who have not gotten that far in Gundam, you will see what I mean, because this suit is used everywhere and we'll probably Mm -hmm. talk about some of the designs you know it's used in in the future anyway so don't need to dwell too much on them but i just wanted to mention it just because it's it's just interesting but yeah everyone wants to make their own zaku and they all have very different ways of doing it sometimes they want to you know they want to do a lot of detail on it sometimes the way that detail comes through is completely different some people love taking the simple design of the original, not adding, like, more lines or details, just making it look muddy so it looks more real in that way. You know? Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their own methods to how they want to do it. Um, but, you know, much like the rx 782, you know, me and Six talked about how so many people will reinterpret the designs, like Katoki adding the, uh, Katoki adding the, um, little handles on the shoulders and such. And, I mean, the Zaku, I think, actually almost... Uh, You know, there are some designs that go really out there, but I think most Zaku variants that are still just called the Zaku 2 as drawn by different artists uh, actually stay pretty true to the original Zaku. um, Or the original Zaku 2 design in a lot of ways. Um, Because, I mean, it's it's just a great design. It's immediately Mm -hmm. recognizable. Um, It's got a unique silhouette. Um, It's just cool, (laughs) you know? yeah. can't really say much like don't. it can't even like go super deep on that particular aspect like why it's cool it's just cool it's the shape is cool the eye is cool it's got the tube face that I think is really neat um I, I, or all the tubes everywhere I like tubes i like I like cables like this and so i really, really I great.
1: really like the the narrative that they introduced the design narrative of so i like I don't know. I don't have too much grounding. This this is like things that I've sort of like inferred, and so you can mm-hmm. be my my reality check here. But we get to see the Zaku One during Double O Seventy Nine, and we it do. looks like sort of like a, a a thin like cableless Zaku Two, basically. Uh huh. Yep. Um, and so I guess what I always assumed was that they built the Zaku One, and they were like, "Oh, this thing has performance issues," and their solution was change a few things and add some cables, and it's here we go, Model Two.
0: Yeah, I mean that, you know. Uh, there's gonna be differing accounts depending on what books you read, because again, the thing is, a lot of these books don't actually, you know, gel with one another, and if you try to gel them all together, uh, you will go nuts, but, uh, the Zaku 1, um, you know, it, it, it is just a stripped-down Zaku 2, the Zaku 2 is just the Zaku 1 with more. You know, the Zaku 1 is generally depicted with, it has the shoulder pauldron, but without any spikes. The other shoulder has nothing on it. Um, it has no cables on the body, um... It's chest, uh, and everything are a little bit simpler, the head is simpler, um, you know, it's just an all-around more simple mobile suit, and I think that it, you know, it's, it is cool that, like, yeah, because you watch watched 0079, and obviously the Zaku one comes later, you see, uh. Whoa, who's the first guy that uh outs it? Is it Gadam? it's that
1: that's supl- yeah it's the guy from the supply Corps.
0: guy guy with the it's the guy with the um the what is it
1: what is you, that facial' right, hairstyle? got him. that's right <laughs>
0: like what is that facial hairstyle called i know i could see him in my mind's eye i just do not like i don't remember what that's called his sideburns going into his mustache you know he's he's very silly looking but uh uh is it the ha- handlebar no i no. don't know what they're called
1: I know, I know what you mean. I but just yeah. don't know the name.
0: Anyway, G- Gaddam is uh, the first guy we see. Pilot one, and I remember right. Does he? He? Funnily enough, I'm trying to remember just because it's been you know a couple of years now. Like last time I watched 7 Seven Nine was with GGP, so that was like three years ago now, two years, three years. Um, anyway, um, but I actually, you know, a lot of people talk about how the Zaku's shoulder spikes are for tackling. But whenever I think of the tackle, I actually think of the Zaku one. Uh, because mm-hmm. that's the one we see yeah. doing it a lot uh, in illustrations and other things like that um, and it's funny because yeah that's the one that's it's just a shoulder pauldron it's no it doesn't have like the spikes or anything um,
1: well that's exactly it. Is they, they taught those pilots to do the shoulder tackle and then they realized it didn't do shit because they didn't have any spikes if they had <laughs> spikes that would have been the end of Gundam right there god
0: <laughs> but yeah like um, so other things to talk about with the Zaku 2. So, the Zaku 2, being the first mobile suit, I mean, it is used to a devastating effect against the Earth Federation early on. Um, you know, the Federation doesn't have mobile suits. The Zaku, um, you know, having that when the Federation has no mobile suits is very unfair. You know, it's very easy to think that the Zaku is being weak because, oh, you know, look, it gets killed and masked by the Gundam. But, I mean, the Zaku also, like, wiped early one-year war, um both the Zaku 1 and 2. I mean, it's got a simple armament setup, but if all the Federation is fielding are ships, all all you need is a bazooka, and then you just need to send these little, you know, equivalent to fighters out in space, and then just have them surround a ship and fire at it, and they can move faster than the ship can actually hit them. Uh, Minovsky particle uh, effects make it so the ships are not able to accurately, you know, like... A lot of, like, systems don't work because of Minofsky particles. I have to imagine that applies to, like, you know, trying to track things from a long distance. So, when you have all these smaller, faster-moving mobile suits, they just tear a ship apart. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, its armaments seem pretty, you know, ho-hum, like, very, you know, simple. Uh, but... For the first mobile suit, it's actually got a real wide variety of equipment. You've got a machine gun, which can be used for shooting down things like saberfish, you know, the jets that they uh, use. Um, I can't think of other ones. Uh, tin cod, actually. I, they're all named after fish, all the Federation uh, jets. Hmm. I don't know why they're all named like fish things, but you have uh, saberfish, uh, tin cod, and a couple other things. But, you know, a machine gun is good for shooting those down. Um, Probably could still damage a ship with those. It's got the bazooka, which uh, will definitely damage a uh, battleship in space. And then, of course, we have the heat hawk. And I love the heat hawk. Uh, it's a cool weapon. I think heat weapons are cool. Um, if only because beam weapons, because everyone just wants a beam saber, they get a little boring. I mean, you know, they're cool, but you see them so much that they become more boring as you start watching more Gundam. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the heat hawk is simply an axe What has a blade that, you know, superheats turns orange hot, I would say, I guess. I don't want to say red hot, because it's usually quite orange or yellow. Um, You know, and then it gets really hot, and then it hits things with it. Um, It doesn't get... It doesn't, you know, get a lot of effectiveness against the Gundam, really, but still a cool weapon. Um, Mm -hmm. And I imagine, again, same thing when you're battling uh, things like tanks and Jets and such that have uh, really uh, stunted long range capabilities because of Minofsky particles that, you know, things like that would work um, rather well. Uh, You're just sitting there in your tank and suddenly your tank gets divided in half by a giant axe.
1: It's kind of funny because, um, though obviously, for a lot of a lot of Zeon uh, designs, they are going for like you know German aesthetic, German comparison with World War One and Two, but actually the Zaku two kind of reminds me of the American M4 Sherman tank from World War Two, which was a tank that was like kind of kind of fragile, and the gun wasn't as strong as like the the super excellent ones that got fielded later in the war, but they we but you know the allies were able to make a ton of them and they were easy to repair and so we just kind of flooded people
0: yeah and well the thing is that even applies to the zaku we still see them using zakus all the way up to Aboaku. you know um mm-hmm. and like I, I i it definitely has much more of like a like tanky like i said utilitarian feel for a very early you know mecha design um Oh, speaking of which, one of its weapons is even using uh, a recoilless rifle that is just the exact same gun that Zeon's uh, tanks use. Um, The Magella yeah. Top Cannon, uh, which is uh, a recoilless rifle that, you know, it's just a... It's 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 a higher caliber than the uh, bazooka they use, so my... I think... Oh wait, no, it's not. No, 280mm for the bazooka. So never mind, it's a 175mm recoilless rifle. I don't know shit about guns. Um, I assume bigger caliber means hit harder, um, generally, but, uh, General,
1: generally speaking, sure.
0: So, but uh, I imagine that, so that's, given that it's referred to as a recoilless rifle, I know that that's, isn't a bazooka recoilless though? Like, isn't that the whole point of it? Uh, so a, re- like,
1: a- yeah, basically, basically that means that the shell is the part that's propelled is my understanding. Uh, we are butting up against the edge of my knowledge. Okay. I just was curious.
0: I was just like, wait a minute. Bazookas don't have recoil either. So what makes it It... either way? Anyway, um, it it has a cool big gun that it fires. And usually it's displayed as being like an explosive. Obviously it's a tank gun. Um, and Mm -hmm. different things have said, oh yeah, I can do different ammo types, you know? Uh, so, uh, mentioned it earlier. Cracker grenades, other cool weapon. Uh, it literally just what if we took how many is it like one two three four five it would be six grenades uh what if we attach six grenades to a thing and then you throw it and then they basically pop off and all go off at once uh it's really cool uh, it looks like a weird like 90s like toy i don't know it does like, it yeah looks like, it looks like some like variation of a bop or something to me <laughs>
1: Absolutely, um, uh, but yeah, it is a frag grenade of frag grenades.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like I don't even think the I don't think even the middle part of it explodes. It's just all the outer parts of the grenade, and the middle is just kind of like a holder. And so yeah, you throw it, and then the grenades just pop off and explode in every which direction. um hmm. Which you know, uh, I guess if you're doing like a lot of indirect fire anyway. Uh, having a grenade that just explodes everywhere when you're already in a giant robot is fine. That's fine.
1: <laughs> um yeah, sure. Why not?
0: Uh, another uh, piece of equipment that uh, even some a lot of older figures actually come with um even though I don't get it, Did it use the missile pods in double 79 the show?
1: I think the missile I don't p- recall it doing I'm so. I'm pretty
0: sure those missile pods on the legs are a uh MSV thing. But I mean, I know that they definitely are on earlier models. Um, but uh, the the leg missile pods, uh, it's just at the bottom of the legs, you have a strap, uh, and you've got a little box with three missiles in it. Um, uh, in each of them. Uh, they are able to... I guess the reason they're on the lower legs, especially given that they're only used on Earth, I have to imagine they're just another anti-tank weapon, personally. Like... Mm -hmm. can't imagine trying to go for like hitting a mobile suit with them like obviously in a lot of like side materials such as games they are used in that way but given the way the missiles would launch given their low profile my brain just wants to think okay these are still like anti-tank anti-building you know low to the ground weapons um Mm -hmm. and then you get into all sorts of other stuff so You know, stuff from later Gundam is very backwards compatible with the Zaku too, so a lot of the other equipment that you will see mentioned in places are things that happen to appear on later things, and they're like, a Zaku could carry this too, or someone drew a Zaku with it at some point. Um, The thing Mm -hmm. I alluded to earlier was the beam weapon. It can use the same beam bazooka as the Rick Dom, theoretically, uh, because the Rick Dom's beam bazooka um, is... It has its own reactor on board. Uh, it doesn't need to use any of the mobile suit's like own power draw. Really, it just has a lot longer of a charge time between shots um, because of this. But uh, theoretically, you could throw it on a Zaku 2. Um,
1: yeah, perfect. But theoretically, you could, you know, give it the Wing Buster rifle because that has its own battery. We pack. are not I mixing like, universes <laughs> here, you're six. Just saying.
0: We are not I'm mixing universes here. No. I'll-
1: all I'm saying is at a certain point, it's just like, well, yes, any gun that doesn't require an internal battery, the Zaku 2 could use, because it has yeah, yeah, hands. Yeah, <laughs> I get you. I just ha- I ha- I had it. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah. Uh, and then, uh, like, even as early as Gundam Century though, which is a very early publication, um, I think it was originally even an unofficial publication that later became official, uh, let me double check that um but uh gundam Century was yeah it was published in 1981 it's a reference book um it is basically where we get all the ideas of like modern mobile suit um like trying to do even more realistic stuff with them because uh, that's what that book does it came out before uh if it was 1981 uh it came out pretty early that means that was when did i'm trying to remember the release date of the movies because i think the release date of the movies was like 1980 1981 also but um anyway um okay yeah yeah so it was it was actually published two months after the second gun movie came out um and it is a ridiculously detailed book um and it just has all kinds of stuff in it uh That is just like, oh, you know, this is the development history of these mobile suits. These are the weapons they use. These are the, you know... It has all of this stuff neatly compiled. And you never really had, like, reference books like that, I think, before that for Gundam. Or for, you know, Hmm. most mecha, probably, in general. Um, And Gundam Century is, like, a very groundbreaking one. And it has all kinds of weird stuff in there. Like, oh, you know, here are different tools Ozaku can use for, like, colony construction and such, too. Like, you know, you can use, like they still have utility as workers and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, for people who buy toys and models and such, uh, the Ver anime line, uh, actually had a pack of equipment for the Zaku two and almost all the equipment seen in there. That looks really weird. Like these extra, like big, uh, tank like backpacks or like slapping together. Three bazookas, uh, comes from, uh, Gundam century. um, Hmm and uh when i say slapping together three bazookas i i mean that uh it is literally like uh they just have like several illustrations in there that are like basically just the guns bolted together so that it could quickly fire them um and it's pretty ridiculous um but i kind of like it because it's very you know a, a lot of modern stuff would just make a cooler version of a thing right like Rather than just tying three bazookas together, a lot of modern stuff would just be like, why don't we just give it a cool like bazooka or a triple barrels bazooka? And I kind of mm-hmm. like the audacity of just being like, no, 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 it's a uh, you, you you take this little like girder and you slap a bazooka in one part of it, and then another part, and then another part, and then another part, and then now you've got you know four of them linked up, <laughs> um, which is pretty silly, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh that's a thing that um was recently referenced by the Veranime option parts for the Zaku. Um, and Gund- Gundam Century has all kinds of equipment listed for it, though, and it is... It's cool. It's cool. Uh, I, I have to appreciate Gundam Century because it's kind of what leads to things like this show where we can talk about all this stuff. Um, like, I, I don't want to feel like I'm overstating it, but I have to... Just thinking about what kind of books were published for various media back then... You know, having a reference book that goes into the mecha in that way, and also the history of, like, you know, the Universal Century outside of the anime, I have to imagine is mm-hmm. relatively groundbreaking for mecha anime, especially, you know, given that Gundam itself was groundbreaking for mecha anime. Um. But yeah, uh, so the Zaku itself, lots of equipment, and it's funny because this is, uh, we're still just talking about the Zaku. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just the MS-06 Zaku 2, no no frills attached. Uh, The thing is, there are many frilled Zakus out there. Um, So, you know, the Zaku 2, um, technically, or the original in Gundam has two variants, uh, which would be a ground type and a space type. There is, in anime, no difference in how you see them. They are drawn the same way. Uh, it was later on that they added some minor differences things like uh, the verniers uh, are smaller on the earth type ones um, hmm. and it doesn't have like all the leg ver- like it's still, it still it it removes all of the leg verniers because you don't need rotational leg ver- verniers when you're on the ground why would you you know bother you're not gonna what are, what are you gonna do rotate upside down <laughs> under gravity um, sure
1: yes <laughs> why not
0: but uh, yeah so. Uh, it's the F type and the J type. I believe the F type is, I'm trying to remember. I think the F type is the, uh, space type. And then the J type is the, uh, Mm. is the, uh, ground type. Um,
1: yes. I will take your word for it. Yes,
0: I was right. M-S-O-6-J is the Zaku-2 ground type. And then the M-S-O-6-F is the Zaku-2 space type. Okay. Um. But yeah, they're usually not actually like drawn when Okawara draws them with any real differences, but like you know, uh, they're different, I guess. <laughs> um, and then so those are the earliest quote unquote variants, but those are both just Zakutus. Those are the zakutu you think of is one of those two. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you have a billion variants and I don't know what order we would even want to talk about them, but we've got to talk about them six, right?
1: So, yeah, so I want I do want to like one of the ones I want to talk about. Um, like it feels like logically we should talk about it next, but for out of consideration for our GGP listeners, we
0: should put off talking about the origin version. Uh yeah, origin versions we will leave for we'll we'll talk those. We'll give them their own section at some point because uh, origin versions kind of have their own whole thing. It doesn't help that they've decided to do a whole rewritten history on everything, which is funny because I thought they were doing that to make it like more simple and understandable. And the irony of it now is the MSD line is becoming just as convoluted as the normal line of things are. So whatever, but um, I it's funny. I
1: will say personally, if I were if I were a person out there being like, I want to build an HG Zaku. At this point, I would just get one of the Origin versions, because they're really cool builds.
0: Mm-hmm. And all the Origin, like... They, they've done Origin redesigns of even some of the side ones now, like the high-mobility Zaku and all that. And, uh, you know, the whole Origin MSD line is all... Oh, we're taking old MSVs, like the Zaku Cannon and we're just doing them up in the style that we've done, like, the Origins designs. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a Zaku Cannon in that line and all that jazz. Or for our GGP listeners, who have now watched the first two episodes of 8th MS Team uh you know like the uh rd4 high mobility zaku which is the one with the dom legs or the dom like legs i should say from the uh start of uh 8th ms team um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so the first one i think to talk about actually would be um the zaku 2 high mobility type just the regular
1: Okay, okay. So, I was wondering where you were gonna go i I know my instinct would be to shit post um, but you are not that you're not generally that sort of person, so
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: no listen listen you don't don't up, you're on here to be yourself. so
0: the um you have many uh, high mobility zakus, the first one being the R1 type. Uh, this is a thing M makes fun of me a lot about for because I go it looks very different from a normal zaku. It has different legs and different skirts. And then they make fun of me for it um but uh you know, so the zaku 2 high mobility test type the r1 uh it's got almost everything pretty similar. It's got some different like line work on it usually um like you have like these this like a lot more well look like panel lines basically on it like in the original msV version um and then uh you've got these modified legs where instead of just having like well, Instead of either being empty, if you're looking at the old line art, or uh, just, like, little tiny, like, dot verniers, uh, if you're looking at modern art, um, the R1 has, like, full-on, big old boosters all over the legs. Um, So you have... These legs look pretty different. Yeah, they do. (laughs) But, I mean, I I get where M is coming from, though. Especially when you just see it in the normal Zaki colors. Um, Yeah. Which then, so here's where it gets a little silly so that's the r1 then you have the r1a where um as far as i can think in terms of cosmetics there's not a lot of changes between the r1 and the r1a um that's just uh my personal thought is that they don't really change too much on the r1 and the r1a um
1: i mean this is this is hard to tell because it's a 3d at least what i'm looking at is a 3d yeah i would say if you want to
0: see like some original art uh look for like the shin Matsunaka version uh Speaking of which, I see. the Shin Matsunaga yeah. one is the most famous, I think, of the R1A uh, family. Um, I mean, I guess the Black Tri-Stars one is also pretty popular, but you, usually you get the Shin and Johnny. Uh, and Johnny, so, you know, not much to add on these. These use all the same armaments other than they are sometimes shown using the Dom's uh, bazooka. Then you get a few more R-types. Uh, you get the r 2 is the first one I'll talk about because the R two is Johnny Ridden Zaku, and this is similar to the prior one, but uh, they added these scoops over the um, the verniers on the legs, so that it looks a little bit cleaner. It looks more integrated, and it has a different backpack. Um, basically, it just it's just the R one with more um, going on, and I like it a lot. Uh, even even if we make fun of Johnny uh, Ridden for forever because of this.
1: Yeah, he sucks. But, uh, some, you know, he's, I think, I don't know how many people sorry, are genuinely, Biden. I don't know how many people are, are, are fans of Johnny for real as much as they are appreciators of the fact that he allows them to make new designs.
0: Basically. Um, I, I definitely can see a lot of people just liking Johnny by sheer fact of, oh, well, that's a Zaku, and that's a Zaku variant I think is cool. Um, of course, you get mm-hmm. some other color schemes on it. You get things like, uh, uh Oh, and I guess this is something we could bring up with the original Zaku too, though, but, uh, you also got lots of paint jobs for Zaku's because, um, that's the one where no matter who- which commander has one, if a commander has one and their name name means something to someone out there, it has its own color scheme. Uh, you know, the sure, most famous being, sure. like, Shar Zaku. I guess, uh, we can also mention Charzaku uh, while also not being that much different other than the commander horn, uh. Usually in modern depictions, is also given a bigger backpack and even more leg verniers to explain, like, why it's faster. Because uh, his is the S-type. But uh, it's a very minor mm-hmm. variant, so I'll just mention that here. um, Just because, like I said, I- in all art, it's going to look pretty much like a Zaku with a horn. And sometimes, uh, like, you know, maybe they'll add the detail mm-hmm. of the leg verniers. Anyway, uh, the R2. Speaking
1: of the <laughs> MS... Oh, oh sorry. 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 No, go ahead. Oh, I was just
0: going to say, so... With the R2, um one last little minor R variant is you have the uh you have the R2P which is just the R2's prototype and uh it can use a beam rifle. Uh that's the only difference. It's a Zaku where they put a big enough generator it can use a beam rifle. Um so it looks pretty similar to the R2 though, um in a lot yeah. of ways. Um and then there's one last R-type one before I before I can let you do your thing. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the final R1 is the R3, a.k.a. this is a Zaku cosplaying a Galgur. Um I like the R3 a lot, though. Um, it is even sometimes called... No, can you pass
1: me a link? I'm not... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just clicking through, you know, references. I'm not finding this one.
0: Yeah, here you go. So the R3 is probably the least popular of them because they don't do models of it because unlike the others... Where you know if they do a model run, all they have to really change is like the shoulder, or, like you know, the shoulder shield and stuff. <laughs> uh, this one is a complete yeah, I have body. To change, change a lot about this guy. Yeah, this one's just completely unique. You couldn't, re- you couldn't reuse any parts from either the Gelgoog or the uh, the uh, Zaku for this. This is also an MMSV design, so uh, Okawara is going very ham on the details. Um, I like this thing though. It's very silly, but I like it.
1: It's pretty silly. Uh, but, that's yeah, the last I, one. I, I appreciate it. Um now you mentioned the MS06 S, but you didn't mention the MS O six S haku Uh The Shaku Yumiko custom.
0: Oh, is this the Encounters in Space one? <laughs> yeah,
1: this is this is the one with the love fusion engine that is three times cuter than a regular Zaku two.
0: <laughs> yes, okay, this thing. Yeah, so <laughs> Um,
1: I can always tell when Don's disappointed in
0: me. <laughs> uh, this was one that was designed by uh, Tony Takezaki uh, and was featured um, in Encounters in Space. Uh, it was apparently a downloadable unit, so I don't know how you would do it. Down- I mean, I guess the PlayStation 2 could do some online, minor online stuff. Uh it's just a silly. Yeah. It's it's a silly zaku. It's, it's mainly it doesn't have a lot of different. It's painted pink. Uh, it's got. I guess it's got like the little spikes on the backpack and such. Ah.
1: And it's uh, and the hearts. rounds it fires are shaped like hearts. Yeah. Oh,
0: of course. Okay. Yeah. It's a very gimmicky thing, but you know. <laughs> wow. Wow. No respect. N- I mean. <laughs> look. Sometimes you listen. Look.
1: The the real power of the E is love. <sighs> Anyway. It's not true. Though, I can't
0: segue (laughs) off the S and talk about the MS-06 FS. uh, Okay. Which is the Ground Commander type. Um, Which, again, basically the same as a normal Zaku. The thing that makes this one stand out, uh, besides, it uh, it has a couple of variations. You have a Shen version. uh, You have an Eric Mansfield version. um, But the one that most people know about would be the Garma Zabi version, um, in his colors, which are apparently brown and green, which I guess makes sense given the color of his dop, Um as well. Uh, the main difference on the FS is it has head Vulcans. <laughs> I mean, you know, better performance is the idea too, but not really visually different. Um, it has head Vulcans, and usually with, uh, th- with it, um, it has a larger heat hawk uh that it can use um mm-hmm. the, the, it has two different large heat hawks actually um because you have one that's used that is based on dozel Zaku uh which is a very silly one as well uh or you have just uh Garma has his own special one uh they're very they're just bigger heat hawks they're very silly looking um but yeah and then i guess you have to also talk about the dozel Zabi one have you seen that one 6 Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah.
0: So the Dozel zombie one, Dozel decides, I don't need shields, uh, let's double up the shoulder spikes, and then just give me a really big axe. And also, golden ornamentation all over the damn thing. Um.
1: And also, please enlarge this cockpit, I don't fit in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, god, it's pretty ridiculous, um. I mean, I guess they could easily do that, though, because one thing uh, I didn't mention is the Zaku 2 has a weird cockpit where it's generally offset in the chest, and sometimes it's on the left or the right. And even on the model kits, uh, they usually have a switch that lets you switch which side the pilot's on. Um, hmm. uh, I-, I want to imagine they just, instead of having like a normal pilot seat, maybe they just put a love seat in there or, so- or like a uh, you know small couch in there for him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I don't know why they have the weird offset one i think it's just to explain like the way the cockpit opens on it how it's sometimes on the left side and sometimes on the right so they're just like uh mm-hmm. it can do either side or um you know uh, uh trying to think of another variant that we could talk about a uh, classic variant actually the worker zaku uh since we talked about how they already had uh you know equipment that was supposed to make the ms06 basic you know zaku types able to do work there's also a worker zaku um it looks more like a zaku one but it is an MSO 6 one so talk about that it's cool it's yellow uh it's got a shovel on its arm um
1: yeah
0: and uh its backpack has a crane on it uh if i remember right is it the oh no no, no the, sorry the hooks on the um arm uh i think the backpack uh has like a uh it has a loading area, so you could mount boxes on it, but it doesn't have the the actual uh, crane. Is on the arm. Uh, this is another very silly one that I I never really cared about, and then I fell in love with it when I saw the vert anime toy and all the stuff it came with, and I was like, oh, this is really cute, actually. Um. Uh, another foundational uh variant, and this one is very foundational because see. High mobility types, you do get some other high mobility types for other mobile suits. That's just a common thing. What if it was this mobile suit, but faster or able to turn quicker or whatever? Um, the other variant the mm-hmm. Zaku one has is the MS-06K Zaku Cannon, uh, which is a Zaku with a cannon. Uh, it, this is actually... Okay. <laughs> this one's actually really cool because this one has a lot of cosmetic chains. Um You get things like... Uh, Completely redesigned torso. Um, It has chest vents on either side that are pointed downward. Uh, It still has the tubes in the chest, but they're connecting in the middle. Um, The head itself is very different. Um, No tubes in the head anymore. It's got either a singular antenna or a rabbit-ear type that has two antenna um, that are placed on the middle mohawk. It also has, like, a mohawk camera, kind of like the Gundam has. Um... It's got, like, this red grill on the front of the face. Um, It's got a different shoulder pauldron that is a little smaller and rounder, um, but Mm -hmm. still has spikes. Uh, And then you have... um, The shoulder shield is a very different design. I really like the shoulder shield design, actually, because it, like...
1: It's weird. The
0: shoulder shield, basically... um, On the original Zaku, you know, it's got that L shape, like an upside-down L. Uh, This one... Instead, it kind of like the sides of it fold inward to protect the arm a little bit more, and then it's just got a large vertical mm-hmm. section. And I just I like this shield a lot. Um, and then the other major thing it has is the cannon. Of course, it has a backpack that has a, uh, um, like two little what look like smoke dischargers. Um, I don't know if we ever actually know what those are supposed to be, but pretty sure they're supposed to be reminiscent of like smoke dischargers on like a tank or something um, on the mm-hmm. one side of the backpack and then you have the uh, the cannon itself uh, which is just a big cannon what shoots things uh, what if a Zaku didn't need to carry a bazooka what if it just had a big cannon on its backpack
1: that doesn't sound that advantageous
0: um, it looks cool as hell so that's <laughs> an advantage in and of itself
1: well you want to talk Zaku variants that look cool as hell Mm-hmm. We gotta talk about Bernie twenty twenty, the MSO6 FZ Zaku 2kai.
0: Yep, I guess we can talk about this one in this too. Uh so, the Zaku 2kai, this is another one that's actually a complete redesign. Um much like a lot of like, you know, all of Izubuchi's designs for 0080 are very unique looking. Um you know, just completely changed up from the original. This is another example of that. Uh this uh is a Zaku where it's got a fancier shoulder pauldron, I would say. It's, it's you know, it's still similar shape, but it's got, like, more grooves, and it's got little verniers in it. Um, the shoulder shield is more rounded. the head is more flat. The chest adds these two little vents, and it has a central cockpit, instead of the weird flippy side-to-side one I mentioned before. Um, mm-hmm. it's got all these little, like, bolts on the, uh, arms that I think look kind of cool. Um, you got verniers in the skirt. Verniers at the top and bottom of it. Uh, you've got, uh, Extra verniers on the legs. You have a double joint on the legs, too, which I quite like the look of on it. Um, mm. Still got all the cables in the same places. Uh, the cables are now painted yellow rather than the same green. It's got these very fancy feet that look like they have two little teeth. Um,
1: you can uh, you're, you can foreshadow the uh, Jigen with this grenade belt.
0: Yeah, it does have a grenade belt. Uh, not crackers, though, so it loses the point for that. Um, it just has little hand grenades, which are dumb. But... Uh, And then a completely redesigned backpack, uh, which I like the shape of this backpack again because I like when they lean in on the space stuff and the backpack is pointing in like it's got verniers that point in uh, three different directions. Um, They also have a little bit of rotation to them. Uh, And it's just Mm -hmm. a cool looking Zaku. It's um, Other than the B-type helmet, which, see, if we want to talk about them using World War II influences, um, a lot of that really does come from 0080. Um, that's where they Izubuchi yeah. leans into it really hard. He basically just gives it a stall type of helmet. Yeah, he does. Uh, Izubuchi. I mean, the thing is, okay, well, he started doing this back in like the Double Zeta era um, with some of his designs, just with their names, uh, and then it carried through into Char's Counter-Attack, where he did like the Giradoga, and well, he did like everything in that movie. Um, well, most of it, the mobile suits. I think he did all of them actually. All six of them. Um, and then... Uh, and of course, I still carried into double80 So... Actually, wait, shit. I, I'm doing it again. Uh, did 008 or CCA come first? I always get that mixed up. I'm
1: pretty sure double80 came first. Okay,
0: so yeah, 80 and then he continued it into CCA. Let me double check that, actually. No, no, no. 80 89. counter counterattack, 88. I always want to think that double80 yeah, okay. was the one after. Or, uh, the sorry, the one before... Um
1: I do too, I, apparently. I,
0: I have made this mistake on one of the earlier pods and it's like and then someone told me and they're like and they're like, Don't worry, I make the same mistake so I didn't feel as bad. And I just made it again. But um yeah. Um and that's where it, you know, you also get it using things like the grenades that are supposed to look like the German style World War II grenades and all mm-hmm. that. A lot of that comes from 0080 and Izubuchi, uh because he I don't know. He really likes using that imagery. Uh, fair mm-hmm. enough, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. The... Oh, sorry. We
1: even get an instance of it using of this this Zaku Tukai using a heat sword from uh, the manga. I've just been in. I've just been informed exists. Mobile Suit Gundam. We're Federation hooligans.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, so that's a comedy manga. Uh, there's actually a couple of those. You have Katana, which I think is by the same author. Um, they are more comedy-oriented manga that are done, like... Like, if I'm remembering right, basically it's about a federation uh, group that is basically, like, a bunch of, like, you know, high school delinquents. Like, Japanese high school delinquents. Sure. And how they are shown acting. It's very weird. The 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 author definitely writes those based on, I really like these robots and I'm just gonna write something very silly. Um. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh-huh. The other thing I want to mention, though, with the uh, Zaku 2 Kai, though, is it's actually another instance of... So we mentioned how they are actually really able to use, um, you know, all these, like, interchangeable weapons. This is where you also get the whole uh, universal maintenance plan, which is why all the equipment you see in 0080 across the Zeon suits is generally similar. Uh, It's supposed to be where... um, it was a plan where we unify all the designs so that they can work with each other and like we can fix them using each other's parts rather than uh I imagine early on, especially with like how Xeon has multiple companies making their mobile suits, uh that you run into the problem of, oh, this is a this is a Zimad uh mobile suit and we have these Xeonic parts laying around, but they're not compatible because Xeonic's a different company, you know? Uh, Mm, because, and then, um, and there's a couple of different companies that come up, uh, and the whole UMP was about, oh, let's unite all of these design philosophies and let's get everything all together and working together, hence the name Universal Maintenance Plan. Uh, it's just a random background detail, but I wanted to mention it because, like, you know, the bazooka that sometimes is shown with, uh, the Zaku 2 Kai is, uh, the same one that, like, the Rick Dom uses, uh, you know the machine gun it uses is also used by the rick dom in that movie um or in those Mm -hmm. movies ovas um etc etc um i just want to mention that though just because kind of a fun little fact with uh the one year war but you know i i imagine like you start running into problems when you have a base full of mobile suits made by different companies and you've decided ah uh well we have to repair the engine in this one. Oh wait, the engine is made completely differently than like the DOM over here that we have on reserve or whatever. And mm-hmm. so, you know. Uh that probably causes some problems. Uh maybe a couple. So uh, that's why I like the whole United uh maintenance plan thing. Um But uh the Zaku 2 Kai is neat. It's just very high performance end of the war Zaku 2. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there's gotta be other Zaku variants. I know we're running
1: out there there are tons do you want to talk about the mso6z saikamu system zaku yes i do
0: so (laughs) the this one's a fun one because this this is uh also known as the bishop um Mm -hmm. the saikamu system zaku this is a chunky zaku uh it's got these huge arms the reason why is because they're like the zeon's arms Uh uh-huh and what it does is mm-hmm. like the Xiong, it has these arms on wires that it can launch, and the fingers are all little beams. And it can, you know, fling those around. That's all it really uses. It doesn't need anything else. It's just got its wire guns, and it's got, you know, big boosters. It's got a completely different shoulder design um, than a normal Zaku. The torso is very similar to the Zeong. Uh The head is... I like the head. I like the weird how it has like the three heads yeah. on the front of it. Like it's got the one in the middle and then one on either side and the little antenna. It all.
1: I like the holes in the top of the. Uh uh-huh. huh.
0: <laughs> Much like the Xiong, uh, this thing can look every which way with its mono eye because the eye can pop up, which I think is uh-huh. cool. Um. Yeah. It's, this is uh, a fun machine, but of course, the one that sticks out even more than this one is the MSN O One Psychomiu Test high-mobility-type Zaku 2. Uh,
1: uh, yes, yes. They're like, well, wait. So this previous one is great, except for the part where it has 10 minutes of battery and then it dies.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, so they upgraded it, and they also decided, wait a minute, why do we care about AMBAC? All you're doing is your wire attacks. You're not doing, like, twitch maneuvers because your hands are the things doing all of that. So uh, they instead replaced the legs with rockets. Just... Basically these big old rockets.
1: You don't need legs in space.
0: <laughs> um and yeah, I mean this is, you know, leading up to the Xeong also, so same kind of philosophy going on. Um mm-hmm. I, I like this machine. I like the weird red stripes on white with it. I think it looks really cool. Uh yeah. finger beams. I I think the finger beams are sick, you know. There are times where there are finger weapons and Gundams I think are really silly. Things like the, uh, uh, Goof's little, like, hand Vulcans. But these are beams, so they're cool as hell. Love them. Uh, they're good. <laughs> um, and I guess one more other Zaku we could talk about. Uh, because we've talked about beam weapons in Zakus, which, uh, obviously if these, the, with the prior two, they also have beam cannons in their hands. Uh you have the Act Zaku, MS-11. Mm-hmm. And this is another Zaku what, uh was made for MSX. Uh, it also appeared in Zeta Gundam under... Uh, I believe the Earth Federation uses them at Jaburo. Um, uh, most most MSVs that you see in Zeta were all in Jaburo, like the Gym Sniper custom and all that. They just appeared during that section. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, okay. Uh, the Zaku is a zaku what uses a beam rifle, um, or a beam saber, um. Of course, depends on the view, but um, sometimes it is shown using like two beam sabers, uh, really large ones. Sometimes it's shown using like the beam rifle. Sometimes it goes with the explanation like the Hizak of it can have the beam sabers but not the rifle, and it has to use a solid. You know, it uses a uh, machine gun uh, in mm-hmm. the one case. And then sometimes it has a huge heat hawk and then a beam rifle. Um, so, it could go either way. Uh, but the Aksaku is a... It removes the asymmetry, which is, you know, always sad. But I think it's a cool-looking Zaku. Um, it looks mean. I, I like that the face looks like it's mad. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the other thing I want to mention with it specifically is its beam rifle is really weird because it is generally given, even in the one-year war, the beam rifle that is later used on, like, the Marasai and the Hizak.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's really weird. Uh, the... It's it. It used to not be depicted with that until Zeta, and then you had Encounters in Space come out, where the Axlocku plays kind of a major role. Uh, hmm. And uh, in that one, uh, our 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 Zeon ace pilot Mallet Sanguin uh, has a beam rifle that looks very similar, if not exact, basically to the uh, the um, Marosai slash Hizak one. Mallet Sanguin. Hmm. That's certainly a name. That's what they call me. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. And I brought it up earlier. I guess there's also the, there's also a high mobility Zaku type that has uh dom legs. That's an eighth MS team. You'll see it on screen. Um. Not much to say yeah. about it. It only appears in the one episode, but the it's thing, cool.
1: The thing about the Act Zaku is, to me, it looks very Gelgoog, but it looks good, and I don't like the Gelgoog.
0: Fair. Fair.
1: I like okay. I have I have I have a respect for the Galgoog it's a real workhorse but the Aksaku just looks like what if this design was visually appealing
0: that's fair that's fair um so then uh, still so many variants we could talk about um, but we've also ran for possibly our longest episode now
1: yeah yeah i think i think we're definitely in that neighborhood um and also i mean like if there if there are ones left to talk about i mean there are plenty left to talk about the the ones i really want to talk about um we didn't end up talking about the origin because we're gonna have to put it off um there are ones from like uh from build that i think are really cool there are ones from thunderbolt that are interesting but we just we'll just have to wait
0: yeah and again the problem the problem is uh like I said, everyone wants to make their Zaku. Sometimes they just want to remake the Zaku, and then sometimes they decide, well, let's make a variant. Um, a lot of these existed in MSV, uh, and then what happened was people were like, oh, these MSV ones are cool. What if I made my own variant of this variant, and so on? Um, you know, though surprisingly, a lot of the Zaku variants are not made by people other than Okawara. There's a decent number that are, but a lot that aren't. Uh, uh, uh many hmm. of them are, um. Just Okawara for some MSV series, whether it's MSV, MMSV, MSX, etc., etc. He he made a lot of the Zaku's. Um, Uh,
1: You know what? I do want to have a real quick shout out to the uh, to the Zaku Two Gunner, which is just very silly looking. Is that what? what Is that
0: the? Oh, that's one from a 0083 manga, right? That's
1: that's the one from a Denkeki Hobby magazine. Uh, where it has basically like a shoulder mounted okay, yep. d- a Super Nintendo Super Scope. Yep, this is the Phantom <laughs> This is dumb. the one that's in
0: Phantom Bullets. I actually know this one because Phantom Bullets contains some other uh well, contains one other design I think is cool. Uh, I don't like the Zaku in it though, yeah, no. Uh it, it there's another Zaku in it as well that is a uh, uh the rangefinder type, also known as God's eye. Oh
1: yeah, I don't like this either.
0: Yeah, the, these yeah, aren't like this These either. aren't that great. Um they're just Zaku's. They're they're very basic boxy Zaku's with stuff bolted onto them, um, mm-hmm. and not in like an elegant way.
1: I do think the the sh- the shoulder thing with the scope is pretty funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's but... just a worse. It's literally just a worse Zaku cannon, like in terms of how it looks.
1: Which is impressive because the Zaku cannon was discontinued for being bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: uh anyway. Um Dylan, where can people find you and your work on the internet?
0: You can find me on Twitter, uh twitter.com slash low polyrobot or at low poly robot. Um I am currently playing through Echo Knight. People seem to be enjoying that uh a lot. Uh it's a cool from software PS1 game. First person exploration. And it's a little spooky, and I know that technically Halloween's over, but it's like it never came for me because I am bad at remembering days and seasons. So I'm still gonna play something spooky anyway, even though October's over.
1: <laughs> Aren't you scared? Well, that's just fine. Uh I am at six Mar on Twitter, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Well, oh, look at this yawn variant. Um <laughs> And uh, I would uh, I, I do my work on ScanlineMedia.com or slash ScanlineMedia. And until next time, folks,
0: Amuro. 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 <laughs> Amuro. <laughs> 宇宙涙を見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと